Iowa everywhere. What's up, everybody? It's Chris Williams. Before we get to Ben Bruns, I want to thank our presenting sponsor of Cyclone Sunday, Fairway, for bringing you Ben Bruns' analysis here on Iowa Everywhere. Big shout out to Fairway Meat and Grocery, the first company that jumped on board with what we are trying to build here at Iowa Everywhere. So remember them for all of your grocery needs. Man, go to that. If if you are a Cyclone fan listening to this, I can't endorse this enough. The Fairway Meat Market there in Ames, it's where the old Wallabies used to be. It's Phenomenal. I went there before our tailgate a couple weeks ago and was just blown away by the amount of selection. A lot of pre-made tailgate stuff. Really, really cool. Fairweight Meat and Grocery bringing us the Ben Bruns analysis from Iowa State's 43-10 win over Ohio. Looking ahead next week to Baylor as well. Without any further ado, here's the big man. I call him Papa Bear, Ben Bruns. Time to go inside the game that was and look ahead to what's up next. What's up next? Ben Bruns has the answers and analysis. It's Cyclone Sunday with Ben Bruns. Only on Iowa Everywhere. Hey, what's up, everybody? Ben Bruns coming to you on Iowa Everywhere. Today's Cyclone Sunday podcast. And, you know... Uh, the beat rolls on for the Cyclones, man. You get uh, an opportunity to talk about another win coming out of what uh, the cliche would tell you is potentially a trap game situation. When you know when you win forty-three to ten, uh, you have done a lot of things really, really well. And you know, I think uh, the, the clear vibe from Iowa State is there's lots of opportunities to improve. Um, and that's and that's all true, but there's a lot of things that are going really well for this football team right now, and we'll talk about both. You know, coming into a game like this, uh, especially after after a big physical win like they had at Iowa, you you, you don't know for sure how well you'll focus uh, early in the game or, or early in a half. And what we got from Iowa State was a tremendous amount of focus. Uh, especially in the first offensive drive, that that was um, just perfectly executed. And um, you got to give a lot of credit. We have not talked a lot uh, about Tom Manning's offense and, and uh, play calling and um, execution this year. Uh, I certainly haven't talked a lot about it on, on this pod, but uh, I feel like it hasn't gotten a lot of attention across the board. And as I was reflecting again throughout the week about Iowa, it, it it became obvious to me about how well called of a game that was, and I think between Manning and Deckers, you you get um, an attack that really uh, takes into account what the defense is showing pre snap, and uh, puts the football in the right place. And you you want to attack the bubbles of a defense when you line up against any defensive look, and and I see it. Uh, I saw it last year when the Packers were playing the Bears. Um, I saw it from the end zone view uh, at Lambeau. And you could tell, based on alignment, about where the right place to go with the football would be uh, pre-snap. Like, here's the bubble in the defense. Here's the spot where the defense is a little bit soft, and you're going to uh, basically be guaranteed yardage if you go to that spot. And the Bears uh, uh, didn't always go to that spot. There were four times in the game that the Bears didn't go to that location, and they turned it over twice in those uh, in those settings. 
And the Packers, every single time, attacked where the bubble in the defense was. When I see this Iowa State team, and, and by the way, they won handily, right? And they didn't turn it over. Um, and, they, and they attacked the bubble uh, in the defense, both throwing it and running it. And uh, that's, that's an ideal way to go after uh, a, a defensive football team. Iowa State did that uh, in that opening drive, right? They found where the, where the soft spots were and they took advantage. And, um, and because of that, then you can sort of manipulate where the soft spots are. You can force based on alignment, based on uh, your formation, about how the defense is going to line up and, and uh, start to attack the whole field. And I feel like that's what this uh, Matt Campbell offense has done under Tom Manning with Hunter Deckers at, at, the, at the controls. And um, certainly that was true in the first drive. Uh, and I think at other times throughout the, the first uh, half on, on Saturday. Um, and, you know, why does that work? Well, it works because uh, Deckers really does represent a multi-threat option, right? He, he can pull it and run it. Um, I, I do think there was one time where he could have done that and, and it would have picked up a little bit more yardage. But, uh, you know, man, he's, this is a young guy learning uh, his way. And uh, his execution so far has been uh, beyond compare in, in my estimation. Yeah, would you like a couple plays back? Sure. You know, uh, Trevor Downing's got a perfect snap. Um, and, and, you know, it goes on the ground. And Hunter, you know, is uh, way more mad at himself than any of us are uh, about it. Um but those are those coaching moments and those opportunities that that this staff will have to continue to uh, help help the team improve. You know, you, you come out to start the second half offensively, and you go backwards with a penalty and and uh, a really silly penalty. And then um, you know they bring five, you don't pick them up. They bring four, you don't pick them up. The twist game on the left side, that left side of the Iowa State offensive line that's been so good. Um, and those are the kinds of things that you get in a room and you work on because, you know, next time you play, you're going to play a team that won the Big 12 last year. Uh, you know, it wasn't Oklahoma, right? Everybody forgets um, because of how the playoff situation worked. It, it was uh, uh, it, it was Baylor. And, you know, you got to you got to understand that. Um, the level of, of competition is just going to go up. And everybody, by the way, in that Iowa State locker room un- understands that. And there's the, the cool part about this is you're learning from a 43-10 to 10 win, the first uh, 3-0 and start in 10 years, which is, is frankly uh, a little silly given how good some of these Iowa State teams have been, the best uh, team in school history probably. Uh, a couple years ago, and uh, and then you know you got to go back to oh five, oh one, two thousand before you get to um, a, a list of uh, you can't you got to go back to two thousand to get to four wins in a row. And uh, I'm old enough to know that that was a long time ago. So what's coming up with this with this uh, game at Baylor, the Baylor game um, coming to Jack Trice is is a tremendous opportunity and it's exactly what Iowa State had on the on the um, on the docket last year wasn't able to capitalize on and it's the opportunity that uh, associates with this year but I want to talk a little bit about um, some some really really good things that we're seeing um, on the defensive side of the football 
it is hard to run the football on the Iowa State Cyclones. And, you know, when you talk about bubbles in defense and how everybody aligns, if you look at the way Iowa State lines up and you come up with a tight end and a running back and a running quarterback, right, five offensive linemen, so let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You got seven guys, right, eight with the quarterback in the box. They have three on the, on the line of scrimmage, right? Iowa State's got three guys, three bigs uh, in, in the D-line. And you can't run it at all on them consistently. That is uh, a testament to how physical and how well-coached those defensive linemen are, how well they take on double teams. I mean, my goodness, um, you know, Will is, Will McDonald is a super long dude, right? I mean, he he is uh, lanky and and wiry, and you know, anything you want to say, right? The, the guy is, and he takes double teams in the run game on, and and just you know throws his hip in and makes it makes it hard to move him and and while uh offensive lineman can't get to the next level because will has thrown his hip in there and isaiah lee and jr singleton uh, are throwing their hip in there and mj anderson and those other guys that are in that rotation just you, you just can't move them out of the hole um the linebackers are are coming in and feasting uh in downhill run they get they get vertical quickly. Uh, they have good angles, and they're taking away the run game. And uh, I, I I just I marvel at how good this defense is when they line up. When they line up, you look at it and you think, as an offensive player, you'd look at that and say, "Man, we are going to get five six yards consistently on the ground against this look all day." And you don't because. I, you never know where Iowa State is shifting that front. You never know where, where the uh, pressure is going to come from the secondary area. You don't know who's going to come up in the alley and take away a, a, a play. And, and the amount of improvement between week one and weeks two and three between the safeties and, and the uh, linebackers cannot be uh, undersold. It is, it, it's, it's incredible. A big man of the game. We don't talk about this guy enough, but uh, I just mentioned him. I think J.R. Singleton, um, you know, he doesn't play a ton of plays, and, and Isaiah, Isaiah Lee's in there. Uh, usually those two are in together as kind of a package. And I love it. I love the way he's getting after it. You know, just a sophomore. Um, he he uh, He's physical. He's pressing the pocket some. You know, Good, good play out of uh, Ohio's uh, quarterback Rourke. He's a good player, and I had a couple people say, "Ah, oh, he's got too much time to throw." Well, you know what? We're rushing three guys, right? There's, there's really almost nowhere to throw it to, and he's still getting pressed up because J.R. Singleton is is collapsing the pocket, and um, you know Will McDonald on the other side. Uh, if you block him uh, with one guy, he's going to get a sack, just like he did uh, on Saturday. So I think, I think those guys as a three man look uh, are. are along with Isaiah, who, you know, is that two-gap run stopper, have done uh, exactly what Iowa State has needed in, in recent, uh, you know, in the last three games. The turning point in this game is, is it, there wasn't one, right? Uh, it, it was like the, the gas got poured on to begin with, and, uh, you know, you survived 
some pretty sloppy execution at the start of the second half. Um, the kind of thing that you know coaches can can use to uh, help emphasize how important things are and and what we can do better and and all those kinds of things going into um, a really important week coming up in a, in a conference season that. If you look at all of the Big 12 scores, the vast majority of Iowa State was out early, but you know that was a little bit of the exception to the rule. Uh, I guess Oklahoma was out early too uh, on on a stellar Nebraska team. Man, I wish, I wish, I so wish that our 2000 team would get a chance to play one of these Husker teams. Like let's get, let's just go back and take your team right now. We'll go back in time. And we will hang 50 on you because Nebraska is terrible, beyond terrible. That, that OU team is good, um, but they're nowhere near what they've been the last few years. And they go in and just maul Nebraska. Good luck to you, Huskers. You know, I know you think you're going to uh, have Matt Campbell as your next head coach. Good luck to you because that is a terrible program. I like what Iowa State has done uh, with the punt unit, bringing in Dominic Orange as as a as one of the uh, shield guys back there. Um, Zach Ross and Dominic Orange. Now, now you got some big bodies to uh, take up uh, the 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 um, a big man scraping off and and coming to block a punt. I still feel like there's room for improvement in that unit. Right, it, it's still a little too close for, to to call in some instances, um, but Iowa State almost got to uh, several punts in this game too. So I see improvement in those units. I, I see good things happening, but um, you know the kickoff coverage unit. You, yeah, you, you got one that gets out of the gate. I think for the most part this season, uh, been a lot of good things happening there, and uh, I, I think the special teams group is is getting better. Um, the, the kicking game uh, and how well Iowa State kicks the ball, still a little uh, to be determined. But, you know, Iowa State right now, uh, and especially in this game, made the plays when the plays needed to be made. And I, I think that bodes really well for the season. When you've got a young team that, um, you, you know, experienced some adversity at the start of the second half. Maybe it was focus, maybe it was execution, um, whatever. You're a young football team, and uh, you got an opportunity to continue to grow. And I, I love the fact that Iowa State is taking the football away from their opponents. Um, they're getting pressure on the quarterback with a three-man rush, and they're forcing quick throws, and guys like Reeder are stepping into the alley and taking the ball away. And uh, you're going to win a lot of football games like that. Some missed tackles in, in the game. Again, another opportunity for a coaching point uh, for in a point of emphasis. And John Heacock and this defense uh, you know, are fanatical about that detail. And, and they will uh, continue to, to work with these guys and, and get better all the time. Uh, I, I expect the speed of Baylor will be something very different than Iowa State has seen all year long. And uh, in in the athleticism, and so some of the angles early in that game uh, may have to adjust. We we it may take us a drive or two to uh, really settle in against Baylor, but I think Iowa State will do that. You know, Baylor's a, a, a case where uh, in the second half 
they really dominated. And that was true of several of the other uh, Iowa State opponents, uh, other Big 12 schools coming up. Uh, they really took over the second half of ball games, And I think uh, you're, you're going to continue to see a need to play great football in the second half and that these games will be wide open and you know who's going to win or lose. So I told you last week that uh, KU is a team to be reckoned with, um, and, and maybe the NIL helped them more than any anybody else. Uh, maybe maybe it helped Texas a lot too. Um, but I, I think uh, that's proving to be true, and and Houston uh, is maybe not as good as they uh, feel like they should be, but. That, that's going to be a football team that is going to be a, ch- a test and a challenge, just like Baylor. I think those two games are really critical to the rest of the schedule. You know you're going to compete with OU. You know you're going to p- compete with Texas. Um, and, and uh, you know, the K-State game is, is fascinating to me. I feel like finally yesterday they, they showed a little bit of who they are because I, I, I didn't feel like they could be that improved uh, coming into this season, but they played really well the first two weeks. Be an interesting, uh, interesting Big 12 season for sure. I, I will say this. I, I love what this Iowa State football team has done so far. I love the identity. I love the fact that, you know, Matt Campbell goes to the locker room at halftime uh, with, with a uh, 30 to three lead and, you know, is mad about uh, execution and detail and, and, uh, uh, and all that. Uh, I, I can tell that Matt's having fun. And I think, uh, I think that that is an element that is such an X factor for uh, Iowa State. You know, the game's supposed to be fun. It, it, it's hard work. It takes focus. It takes dedication. But it has to. You have to love it. You have to enjoy it. And and you have to feel like, um, why not? Why not us? And I think that's one of the things that Coach Mack. Well, it is one of the things that Coach Mack always used to say to us. Why not us? Why not Iowa State? And 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 that's how this coaching staff and and ball club have approached this season. Why not us? And uh, you see it coming together with how how they play um, on Saturdays and the results that they're getting. And who knows what the twists and turns of the season will hold. I just know that we're going to have a great environment uh, for football against Baylor. Uh, We're going to have a great opponent, um, an opponent that is easy to dislike uh, and and uh, I can't wait to watch Iowa State tee it up in that game. I hope I hope uh, I hope you're all enjoying this. Uh, we are going to continue to open this thing up a little bit. Going to have some uh, special guests in the future, and uh, I can't wait to continue talking to you uh, this this season. Iowa State football is in a really healthy place, and and. Um, we're going to enjoy this season. We're going to soak it up, and uh, we're going to go cheer loud for our Cyclones. Thanks, everybody, and uh, talk soon. Iowa everywhere.